Paul, can you catch me up on something? You bet. What is Quibi? <laughs> I was thinking about this and I was like, what can I ask Paul to like talk to him about? Because nothing else is going on. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I, I have not actually looked at Quibi yet, but I, I am aware of it. It's like It's like a TV network mixed with YouTube. It's like... What if we had a network that had shows, but the shows were all like the length of YouTube videos and they sort of had that level of interaction. So apparently it's failing and some big studio executive who's trapped at home is dedicated to saving it when it's really not worth saving. But I will say that when I saw that Reno 911 was coming back on Quibi, I really thought about subscribing to it just for that because i do love me some reno 911 if so would you do like a do a free trial just so you could watch reno 911 i mean i would totally do that but i think that they're like putting them out slow i don't i haven't even really been keeping up so i thought maybe i'll just wait until i see what happens and then maybe you swoop in and watch everything in one go i'm terrible at that though because that that involves binge watching and i would like to watch you know one a day this turned out to be a lot more informative than i was expecting you never know what i'm gonna know <laughs> you never know what he's gonna know right uh should we start this week's show paul i think we should who's up first black masala here on hometown sounds
So you know how sometimes you see that headline of pop music just keeps getting louder and louder? Mm -hmm. I think it applies here, which (laughs) in that thunderous banger from Black Masala. Uh, Welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC rocks. I'm Tony Pareko. I'm Paul Vodra. And that song was called Afterglow by our dear friends Black Masala. They have an R-I-Y-L, which stands for Recommended If You Like. And it includes Big Gigantic, Grizz, Chiesa. Is that how you say that? I've never said that word out loud. Grammatic, Demi Lovato, and Sia. So there you go. And really, to be honest, none of those I would have applied to how Black Masala sounded to me before I heard that song. Because that is that is a change in the sound. A real change up. But I do love that the song starts with a line that is quintessentially Black Masala, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this track was mixed by Frank Cueto of the All Good Funk Alliance. And the artwork on the album cover is by Rob Myers of Thievery Corporation and Fort Knox 5. We last featured Black Masala on the podcast in September of 2018 with the song Trains and Moonlight Destinies. And the first time we featured Black Masala was way back in 2013. Yeah, I feel like Black Masala has been a band that I have been following very closely. I've been a big fan of them, like pretty much the whole time I've been doing Hometown Sounds. Their bio says that they formed in 2012. We started this thing in late 2011. And, you know, I just, I, I see them all the time. You know, back when we used to see shows, they were always playing shows. Their shows are so much fun, high energy, brass band, brass section, dancing, just props. There's, you know, it's one of my favorite bands in DC. So much fun. Also, I think it's very, Ironic, I guess, that in 2014, and you know, this is just a fact. I'm sorry. This is just a fact of life that in 2014, Black Masala won a Whammy Award for Best Electronic Artist. It's also a fact that I will say that you tell this anecdote to me at least once a year. It's (laughs) This is like, okay, so there's the old Whammies and there's the new Whammies. And I don't really have an opinion about the new whammies. The jury's out. I, I hear good things. I haven't been to them, but I, I hope that they're doing a great job. And they certainly are doing a good job with the nominations and the judging and whatnot. Because the the old whammies under their previous stewardship had a ton of categories. And it was very clear that they had too many because some of them, they just didn't know what that was. And Black Masala, this is electronic dance music for sure. But Black Masala in 2014, I would not have qualified as an electronic artist. So it's kind of funny that they have come around to that particular classification. Now, I remember one time asking you, Paul, when techno stopped. And <laughs> I guess my, my, my follow-up question now is, was it still okay to say electronica in 2014? Ooh, I feel like electronica... I feel like that term, it was always kind of an awkward term. At some point, it morphed into into EDM, right? Yeah. Uh, when when things maybe got a little less cerebral and arty and more like just about bananas fun on the dance floor, I feel like that's what EDM is. And now, you know, they've kind of gone in two separate directions where, you know, the, the EDM is just silly fun and the and the other stuff is is almost impenetrable in how it, it operates and what it requires of listeners. So, yeah, and 
I still classify things as electronica, but but I've been listening to that genre for way too long. So I think it's probably a holdover and I don't think it's it's probably currently relevant. I kind of knew I was going to have to ask that question and get a long answer. That was beautiful. <laughs> I love getting you to nerd out on electronic music. You <laughs> fell for it. You stepped right in it, Paul. Pretty much. That's one of the things, one of my traps. <laughs> so what's going on with you, Paul? Well, speaking of dance music, I've been doing a little live streaming. Uh, this is the ongoing segment, uh, what's going on with Paul's live DJing. So I have my lockdown mashup going. I did episode one a couple weeks ago. On Friday, it seemed to go fairly well. I spun up my own little server and I, I did the live stream from my own little web page and people seemed to be able to log into it and I recorded it. It is available online. If people want to go check it out, they can go to livestream.vodra.net and the archive of episode one is up there. It's about an hour long. It's, you know, I sort of made a little bit of a hybrid of just a regular DJ set and what we do here. And every once in a while, I would come on and I would talk about the song or, or mashups in general, but I wouldn't do it to the extent that we do on this podcast. So, you know, and it's also, it's just me. So it's just me talking. It's not as much of a conversation. But um, I also decided to live stream it on Facebook. I just set up my phone and just hit go and thought I'd see what happens. And, you know, some people tune into that as well. And I think that during the hour, I got four copyright violation notices from Facebook's algorithm. And, and how were those delivered? They were like notifications, like you would get like when somebody posts uh, an update to an event that you're subscribed to. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that was the delivery service. <laughs> yeah, that's where I saw them anyway. Maybe they were happening as I was as I was broadcasting and I just didn't notice because I was, I was busy DJing. It said that it might uh, mute me, but I didn't get any feedback from anybody that was listening that said that they did. But I just don't want to mess with it, you know? Like they, I feel like they've given me warnings and... And if I continue down the path, they're just going to kick me off. So, but I've been watching other stuff happening and I, I think I'm going to give Instagram a try. I was watching a live stream from Baby Alcatraz, who's a, a well-known DC DJ. Yep. And that was on Instagram live and that was really fun, except that every, I think around hour, the Instagram live would just end and you'd have to re-sign up for it. You'd have to re-click on it and go in again. And maybe Alcatraz DJed for like four hours or so. So, But if I only want to DJ for about an hour, that could work too. So I'm going to give that a try uh, and see if people like the Instagram live. And if that works out as well, you know, I've also been thinking about firing up the Hometown Sounds Instagram live and just DJing some DC music randomly. And see how that goes because, you know, the Hometown Sounds Instagram account has a lot of followers. And when I post stories and whatnot, I get a bunch of views. So let's uh, see if we can tap that as well and play some DC music and maybe have some dance parties and see how that goes. Right on, man. So that's what's been going on. It's great to hear. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm wearing a hood while I podcast this evening. I've never done that before. Is it is it chilly there? Okay. So my apartment complex, they made the change from heat to AC. So I can no I can no longer regulate the temperature the way I usually want to. I see. So I just thought I'd cozy up and um put on my dope LL Bean hoodie. <laughs> I tell you, man, the fashion right now is one hundred percent cozy. I would say cozy or comfort is maybe like the word I see the most in news articles these days. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing yoga pants nonstop. Do you put on real clothes for work? Do you do that? I mean, I wouldn't wear yoga clothes 
to actual work. No, I mean like work. at home. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like yeah, I, I try to I try to be comfy, and and I'm not really going on the video chat very much these days, like everybody else is. My band of misanthropes doesn't want to turn on their camera, which is good because my hair is out of control right now. Wow, this is definitely the longest it has been, probably since college. I heard a fun anecdote about uh, computer cameras that someone's video feed looked like they'd uh, placed and removed a piece of tape over their webcam over (laughs) and over again and now just looked really blurry. (laughs) That's awesome. There's a dessert in my life now, a new dessert in my life now, and that is a Boston cream Klondike bar. So it's a Klondike bar that's uh, supposed to be taste like a Boston cream donut. And... It does a little bit, but where it falls flat is like, in my mind, that custard, that that Boston cream has got to be like room temperature. Mm. Otherwise, you're missing a lot of the flavor. Uh, And the other thing I had to report is that I got like the biggest zit (laughs) since high school. Oh, my God. And um, we're talking like one of those warhead zits. And I've been so thankful that I have to wear a mask out so nobody's had to see it. Right. Yeah. This is the perfect time for everything bad to happen to our appearances because nobody's looking at it. Yeah. That's that's everything that's happening to me. Klondike bars and zits. Well, man, let's have some more DC music happen to you. Let's. Next up, it's Frass Green. Oh, yeah.
That song with a very sad title is called The Band is Breaking Up by Frass Green. We last featured Frass Green on the podcast in April of last year with a track called Asheville. This is a track from Frass Green's upcoming five-song release called Death of Pop, which is out on the 29th of this month. I was just going through Frass Green's Twitter because I had remembered that they liked the horse around. And on February 21st, they tweeted... Our next EP, Death of Pop, is a concept album about a tenacious and lovable rat who just wants to become head chef in Paris, France, and the friends he meets along the way. So I can't Mm. wait for this album. That sounds like it was maybe the plot of a movie. Wait, I didn't see Ratatouille. Is that what this was? It sounds like Ratatouille to me. I just guessed because I can't think of any other movies about rats. Stop, Charlotte's Web. (laughs) There you go. Secret of Nim. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Uh, Frass Green started as the bedroom project of Joe Antishak, but he got some band members and now they're really humming. Man, the places that that song went was real cool. By the mm-hmm. way, if you order Death of Pop on Bandcamp, they are donating all the money to Thrive DC, which supports the homeless community in Washington. And uh, your next chance to see Frass Green live is September 6th at Comet Ping Pong. Oh, I would love to go to that show and see some live music. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Who knows? Maybe it'll happen. Uh, There is also a music video for this song that was directed by Frass Green. And it's it's interesting. And I'm going to pledge that by the time this podcast comes out, you can head over to the hometownsoundsdc.com website and view it. And I think it's worth seeing. Cool, Paul. Thanks for the tease. Yeah. Let's hear some more music, man. Do you know who's next? Makeup girl. Makeup girl.
My Time, Don't Waste It by one of our favorite bands, Makeup Girl. From the new album, Speaking's Easy, which is out now on Spotify. And it is not quite out yet on Bandcamp as we record this, but I bet that it will happen real soon. Hint, hint, boys. Their album release show was supposed to be this weekend at Songbird, so instead they've been doing live streams on social media. We last featured Makeup Girl on the podcast in November of 2018 with the song Plans. And then uh, I was just, I just love trawling on band social medias for all the <laughs> hee-hees and the ha-has. And then uh, on an April 16th Facebook post, they had a picture of a drum set and a mannequin who was like propped up like he was playing the drums and they wrote hope y'all are staying sane our fill-in drummer sucks <laughs> and uh there are two pieces that i want to quote from their bio that was really well written makeup girl songs are filled with surprises as the band flows from groove to groove seamlessly switching tempo and time signatures as the songs progress and yes in gearing up for this podcast i was like thinking about this album but just about how makeup makeup girl is king of the left turns yeah i hear you on that uh, and also, DC-based music blog Hometown Sounds featured the single Think of You, calling the band its best find of the summer. I, that's another thing I love when um, I find little press pieces, you know, like little little things that we've said or something somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fun. It's so much fun. Little, little, little uh, Easter eggs to find. Yeah. More show, Paul? Next up, we have Smoke King.
That was Smoke King with a track called Paper Bag. Smoke King is the duo of Evil and Simpson, who used to be members of a DIY rap collective called Barf Troop, and they have reunited as Smoke King, and this is their debut song. Evil writes, Smoke King is me and Simpson coming together, bringing good vibes for your ears. Uh, we featured Evil slash Bevo Baggins in August of 2015 with a track called Team that Simpson was also on. And this track is available to buy on Bandcamp for $1.11. Oh, they need that 11 cents. Yeah, that was some that was some real cool, like spaced out pop music. I, I dig it. And now we're going to take you a little bit further away from DC. I was just thinking that the whole point of Hometown Sounds is to play music that's geographically in this DC area, but yet we're all locked down, so we can't go anywhere. So what does it matter? Everything is, you know, like Tony and I are about a half hour away on opposite sides of the city, but we could be on the opposite side of the country, you know? But anyway, we're going to keep this thing going with the DC area music, and we're going to head this down to Fredericksburg slash Stafford with Scott Grimm. Well, here it is, your perfect song The one I tried to write a thousand times since you've been gone Oh, each time I got the words exactly right I sounded wrong, I sounded wrong Empathetic And there ain't no rhyme or reason To what I feel for you Honey, I've been out here digging like I've got something to prove But I threw away my shovel cause I felt too much the tool Tell me which fool ever found treasure where the X is Oh, you're my new old flame That's funny, I think of you and see a smolder in the rain Burning in my brain Well, it's all the reason more to pour champagne Now here you go, the unstruck chord You don't have to reply to some weird iPhone recording I've come around to seeing just how that can be controlling I won't twist your arm just to try and hold your hand And they'll say everybody changes, but that's not really it, is it? I think we get less scared of being who we've always been But listen to me talking like you even give a shit And I won't even It's funny I think of you and see a smolder in the rain Burning in my brain Well it's all the reason more to pour champagne Yeah. 
you do you pop champagne that song was called new old flame by scott grimm who i made the mistake of just offhandedly asking should we play that scott pilgrim and i was like oh no that's a movie <laughs> uh yeah I, I bet he gets that a lot yeah i know sorry man. sorry man <laughs> he is a budding songwriter with ambitious dreams of paying off his student debt you can buy this song on Bandcamp for a buck and help this guy out Uh, This is what he says about the new song. The song New Old Flame was initially a DIY effort with the first sessions taking place in a friend's bedroom back in November. I thought it needed a bit more work, though, and was lucky enough to send it up to Rocking Horse Studio in New Hampshire to arrive at the version I'm releasing. Lyrically, I think it portrays a narrator who's come to terms with the pointlessness of writing a song for someone who doesn't want to hear it. The more time someone spends obsessing over getting the last word, to me, shows that they're not really in a place to move on. Deep, deep. And also, I just want to call attention to the fact that Scott emailed us, and I would say emails from artists and band social media are just the most fun for me. So keep doing both of those things, folks. (laughs) Yes, indeed. And that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds podcast. We are still going in the lockdown. It's awesome. I'm so glad that we're keeping this thing going. And I'm so glad that DC Musicians are continuing to put out music for us to play for you all. It's great. We are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hometown Sounds. We have a website. It's hometownsoundsdc.com. We also have an email address. It's dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. You should use it. Send us your stuff. You know, tell us what you're listening to. Uh, Tell us how bad you want to go see live music again. Whatever, Whatever floats your boat. But really, of course, the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play on live streams? That is a thing that's happening. We have one last track for you on this episode. And guess what? It's another one of my chill, ambient selections. This is the John Camp Trio with a song called Also Ran. This song appears on a benefit compilation for Australian wildlife affected by the recent catastrophic brush fires. 100% of the proceeds go to WIRES, W-I-R-E-S, and Wildlife Victoria. We here at Hometown Sounds, of course, are no strangers to John Camp's incredible drone psych guitar playing. The release is called The Drop Bears Song, an Australian bushfire relief. The full release is 44 songs and costs 15 Australian dollars on Bandcamp. I have no idea how much that is. Probably a lot, but it's worth it. I think so. Camp recorded this tune with Nick Arrivo on bass and Scott Verastro of the improvised psychedelia group Kahootek on percussion at the King Sessing House in Philadelphia back on February 15th, 2019. 
And in case you were unaware, a drop bear is a hoax in contemporary Australian folklore featuring a predatory carnivorous version of the koala. This imaginary animal is commonly spoken about in tall tales designed to scare tourists. While koalas are typically docile herbivores and also are not bears, drop bears are described as unusually large and vicious marsupials that inhabit treetops and attack unsuspecting people or other prey that walk beneath them by dropping onto their heads from above. This sounds like a great movie. Well, listen, I mean, we all know that Australia has koalas and they're the most adorable creatures on the planet. But like also all of the other most terrifying animals are all in Australia. So I would totally be suckered into the the drop bears are a thing. I'd be sold on it. I just want to stay on drop bears for one more moment. If there was a movie about drop bears, that you would have drop bears and jump scares. (laughs) I think you win, man. Thanks. Is that it, Paul? I think that's it, man. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. We will see you all next time.